0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is your buddy Gavin, Filibuster Freestyle's own, and we're going to try something a little different. We're going to kind of launch a spin-off podcast of the Filibuster Freestyle called the Best Man Speech Podcast. It's going to still run on the Filibuster Freestyle feed. It's no big deal other than we're going to do this for a little bit. Uh, could be a month, could be two months, could be a year, I'm not sure. But the, the genesis of this idea is... Uh, my brother, the aviator, Alex, is getting married uh, to his fiancée, Helen, who both of them have been on the show before. Uh, next summer, I'm the best man, which is an honor. Glad to do it. Excited to do it. Starting to think about how I'm going to do it. I've been the best man once before, from my cousin Mike the Hitman Hart's wedding uh, to his wife, Nicole, in 2004. So I'm 40 years old now. I was in a much different headspace in 2004, Okay. So um, that was 14 years ago. That was a while ago. So I remember that speech. I don't think it was terribly good or terribly bad. I've seen many better and many worse since. So what I'm doing now is I'm going to talk to not only friends of mine who've given best man speeches before or been recipients as brides or grooms of great, in some cases terrible, best man and or maid of honor type speeches, but I'm also gonna talk to some strangers you know friends of friends, acquaintances, people I hear about. So if you're listening to this and you have a good or bad best man maid of honor type wedding speech story you love to tell, hit us up hit me up at Twitter at Gavin viano hit us up at our new email address which is podcast at filibuster freestyle.com uh, and let us know but anyway the first guest, will be a buddy of mine from college, the great L. Parker Barnum, who gave a fantastic wedding speech at a wedding that I went to on Long Island several years ago. He's also given a best man speech uh, for his twin brother, Roy. And um, he has one other story I think that's supposed to be pretty interesting as well. So I'm going to hit the filibuster freestyle theme song. Then we're going to bring in my man Parker Barnum to kick off the first edition of the Best Man Speech Podcast, presented by the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle, filibuster, filibuster. Watch freestyle. out for the filibuster. Filibuster, meow, me Filibuster freestyle. freestyle. Filibuster, meow, filibuster, filibuster freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster, freestyle. filibuster, filibuster, freestyle. filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, as promised. First-time guest, long-time friend, the great Al Parker Barnum joins us. What's up, my man?
1: Woo! Really <laughs> dancing like back in
0: the ass baker ride days. Yeah, but. so so back in the day, there was a television show that myself, Parker, our buddy Andrew Patterson, our buddy Roscoe P, the only person hey. who comes on the show who won't use his real name, uh, <laughs> also known as Hamburger Chris or yeah. uh, So Parker nice was Parker was on our show, and one of his first jobs was as the first ever fly guy, which is like a, an homage to the fly girls of In Living Color, of which Jennifer Lopez is one. So, I mean, the most famous fly guy, Parker Barnum, most famous fly girl, J-Lo, same stratosphere. Now everybody gets it. And now, 18 years later, I put on about 45 extra pounds. Of muscle, and, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah obviously, <laughs> beer
1: muscle. Uh Living the
0: dream. Luckily, you're a tall dude, so it probably suits you well. Um it distributes. It and does. let's go with the unofficial beer of the week, which you're drinking right now, uh, from Rhode Island. Proclamation, was it called?
1: Proclamation Ale Company's Derivative. It's their single hop series, and this is brewed with Vic's Secret uh, hops only.
0: Well, that's the only way we know how to do it, on the Freestyle and on the Best Man Speech podcast. Let me try out one fake band name of the week on you, and then we'll get into the meat of the show, okay? Let's do it. What do you think about the fake band name? I love it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy Secret Beef.
1: Secret Beef. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many people that I want to bring to that rock concert.
0: So many people, right? They're definitely a rock band. First of all, they're definitely a rock band. Um, hate metal. I don't
1: it, know exactly it might, what that is, but it sounds like hate metal.
0: Yeah, and, and the the genesis of it was. Um, I was on a text thread tonight with my cousin, my cousin's wife, and my brother. And my cousin's wife wanted to know who this, this woman was. And my brother was like, oh, it's, it's this girl. And then my, my cousin, who was, was a woman, said, oh, yeah, my best friend has a secret beef with her. <laughs> and we were, oh, like, we were like, what was it all about? And all I know, the only highlight is she remembers being at Dunkin' Donuts in Walpole, Mass., in the drive-thru with her friend screaming at the woman she was mad at in high school while she was working. So it was like a Dunkin' Donuts order slash fight in the drive-thru. Secret beef. Dude, your life is crazy. It's not even my life. It's just a text thread I was on. You know what I mean? It was amazing. Okay. So now you can see why I want help with my best man speech. I mean, you're, you're a fantastic storyteller. I have, I have
1: all the faith uh, in you to to take it down, um, but yeah, I've done a few in my in my day.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about you've done you've done a couple two or more. Is it your I know you did your brother Roy's and you did our buddy Travers. Yeah, just two. Okay, so just two. So I guess let's 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 try to take this seriously for a minute because I do think we have potentially a good crescendo at the end, regardless. But um, were you about the same age when you did both beaches?
1: Uh, no, so. I, when did Trevor get married? Ten years ago? I was just trying to yeah, figure
0: that out. Yeah, I was Actually. gonna say it was probably about ten years ago.
1: I mean, I should probably know this is the best man. Heck. Fuck. If, uh, sorry, I don't you
0: know can, if I swear? You can swear on this one, because you know what? This is a new podcast. Like this is the best man speech podcast. So uh, gosh uh, darn it, swear, you know?
1: <laughs> we should have covered that in the pre-tape.
0: It's okay. Uh, we were we were catching up about Pizza Chinese in Hoboken Hoboken, New Jersey.
1: That's right. Closed. Oh, sad to say. Serrado, uh, senor. If it, it was nine years ago, excuse me.
0: Okay, um, so they got married in 09.
1: Yeah, I think that as a best man, you should probably know that. But yes, 09. Uh, we shared a room
0: at that. One we sure did. It was, a, it was a memorable wedding, a memorable wedding reception, and a memorable roommate see.
1: You, you betcha.
0: <laughs> we tracked that <to, laughs> down. Nailed it. Putting us together in a hotel room, solid idea. Anyway, it was nine years ago. Um, <laughs>
1: and my brother was two years ago.
0: Oh, so, okay. So you, you had like a nice seven-year gap.
1: Yeah, probably for
0: the best. Right. So, what would you say? Because my my gap's actually going to wind up being fifteen years. Wow. I was my cousin Mike, the Hitman hearts best man in two thousand four. <laughs> and you 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 knew me in two thousand one. You met me in two thousand. You know, what kind of a jabroni. Yeah. Some would argue I still am, but what i well, truly in my heyday of jabroniness. And you can imagine how on the edge that speech was of being good or bad. Yeah. Yeah. And. Did you uh, sing? I didn't was sing. It a performance? Oh, okay. I didn't, no, I kept it for me at the time. Under, Surprising. I know, right? Yeah. Now I'm about to do one at the age of 40 next summer. One would hope if I make it bad, it'll be because I put a lot of thought into it. But it'll be good. So, anyway, what was the biggest difference going at it seven years later?
1: Uh, I knew I needed to. So my brother had actually given a best man speech at my wedding three and a half months earlier okay
0: so he was recently
1: yeah so I just got married and then he got married three and a half months later he crushed the best man speech he had like props and he had clearly been rehearsing it he like pulled out this a scroll (laughs) (laughs) it's ridiculous and everybody like the whole uh, place just sort of lost it and he like he's just a ham and he he really did it up Um, and I knew like I've always been the sort of shit little brother by five minutes, but right. you can see first, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I knew per, for the most part from doing Trevor's right where I overemphasized like inside jokes and tried to like, really like try and bring in people from around the room and yeah. references that no one understood except <laughs> for them. Yeah. That um, you just like, I just needed to keep it classy. I couldn't, outdo what my brother had done just before
0: yeah Uh, and i'm guessing a lot of the guests were the same so they would know
1: yeah and so some of the references even if i reference his best man speech it would be lost on half of the room so i had to do something totally different and uh i think also just wanted to do something that sort of reflected our history together because we're twins for those who don't know yeah um i mean obviously pukey and roscoe maybe remembers but um do not call him Puky anymore? Uh,
0: wait, I mean, I don't, but you can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, it's just what he is to me.
0: Uh, my, my family still calls him that, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have uncles who are like, how's Puky doing? I'm like, I don't
1: know. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for him. Uh, we can edit this out, right?
0: Oh, sure, uh, but we're not going to. <laughs> yeah. He'll uh, love it. He'll love it. So, I just knew, uh, just given sort of what he had done um, in his wedding, right? I just needed to sort of keep it classy, keep it focused. Whereas, I think if he had gotten married
1: when we were 25, I would have just tried to sort of be the center of attention yeah, uh, and make it, you know, over the top and about me. And that I think the benefit of not being 25 was like, no, don't do that.
0: Right. I think the biggest lesson that I'm thinking is going to be reinforced for me and any listeners on this is like we talked about in the pre-show, we've been to a million weddings. And one of the things I would say is a universal rule of best man speeches is it's not about you, dude. Yeah. You know, and the other thing I would say that I've learned early, I love your take on this, but have you been to weddings where the best man keeps saying, oh, I'm not going to tell this story. I'm not going to tell this story. Okay, dude. Number one, if you don't think you can do it, don't share that you can't do it. and Maybe don't even put it in the speech in the first place.
1: Yeah. You can, you're allowed
0: one. one. That's it. Because it's sort of like the obligatory, like when you pull down the standard speech from the internet that you're just going to copy, like it, it's in there at some point. Right. Uh,
1: but yeah, the guy that just keeps repeating it Um,
0: no can't do that I was at a wedding in Colorado this fall uh, in Vail and the best man did that like nine times and by the end I just wanted to go up to him and be like can you tell me one? can you just tell me one of the stories because I want to know how badass you guys are you know like but anyway he was was horrendous and so
1: everybody knows there's stories you can't tell right like You wouldn't be up there if you didn't have a story that was inappropriate to share at a wedding.
0: Correct, but you also wouldn't be up there if the the groom didn't think you had the ability to not tell that story.
1: Uh, I mean, I've been to weddings where people have told the story.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we're Uh, we're gonna get into that, I think, by the end of this. So yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So so your brothers, you made it. You made it about them. It sounds like most likely. I mean, okay. Yeah. It
1: was it was short. Uh, I think Trevor's speech—I like—was so nervous and rambled for like five minutes. Um,
0: but I feel like it was really good.
1: Thanks. Um, I haven't revisited it in a while. I should have. Asked, I saw Elise last week. I should have asked her. Um, I, she probably would have been like, "Yeah, it was great. Get out of here." Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you remember her dad had an amazing one right before mine. He did. And like he crushed it, just he- taking Trevor down and. I had some of the same jokes as I did, and I had to lose those. Which on is the consistent,
0: fly. you know, consistent jokes, but also, yeah, you can't tell the same joke second.
1: Not, yeah, as, as her dad.
0: It wasn't a roast, you know? Was- <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm not playing the role of Norm McDonald. <laughs> uh,
0: but he did crush it, for sure. Uh, but that's where, right, like, you, there are gonna be times where in every speech, you either, you have to be able to cut things, yeah. because the room is either not there or because uh, the bride's asshole father stole your jokes ahead of time, which probably means they weren't that funny to begin with. Right, because you're working dad jokes. Yeah, I, well, not that you're trying to, but you just were And that was before you were a dad. Now you're a dad, so yeah. Now it's my new mo. Now it's like dad jokes every day, all day. Right. Yeah. Um, do you remember the genesis of any of like the tra- like what was the point? That you made at, like, I, again, obviously you're like, cheers, you guys are the best, all the best forever. But, like, aside from that, did you have, like, a thematic or, like, a, a message you left them with? I can't remember from Trevor's, and I'll get into that briefly in a minute.
1: I mean, I, I guess my, my, my words didn't resonate through history as I intended them to. Um, so, I think one of the pieces, right, was that both of their parents had been together for a really long time. I think at that point, I mean, now you add 18 years collectively because they're still both um, together. Yep. It was 65 or whatever, 70 years of marriage at the time. And I think that was one of the pieces. Um, And then I think I I tried to sort of call attention to, I mean, Trevor's a unique personality, right? You know? For sure. uh, For sure. Like trying to spin some of his idiosyncrasies into benefits for Elise. Yeah. Yeah. and then, obviously, just heaping praise on her um, for putting up with all of those idiosyncrasies. Right? Um,
0: Wouldn't you say that's probably rule number two, is that if it's not about you, the best man, 1A, don't tell the story that you don't want to tell, and don't tell everybody you have that story. Rule number two is it's definitely about the bride and how awesome she is. Is that fair?
1: Yeah. I mean, we're all knuckleheads
0: until we meet that person. Correct. Uh, and, I mean, some of us continue to be. and
1: God bless my wife. I don't really understand it sometimes. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's always, how is this person? How, how did these two people meet? Um, how do they bring
0: out the best in one another? And how on earth does she put up with him? Yeah. <laughs> see, that's really good for what I need to do. Cause I've got, and I love my brother, but I definitely see a lot of elements of, wow, Helen is a saint. <laughs> mm-hmm. For dealing with, because again, when it's your brother, you know the idiosyncrasies better than anybody because you've been dealing with it for the longest. Yeah. Yeah. A- and during their most immature times, obviously, as children, and during your most immature times. Oh, okay. So it's like, if I know what that dude's been like since the 80s, and this lady's like by choice here doing this, well, <laughs> crap, good for her and good for my brother, you know? <laughs>
1: Maybe he's grown into a human being I don't even remember.
0: Correct. Correct. Who is this man? With the same DNA as me. 23andMe, unofficial sponsor of the week. Get it done for Christmas.
1: <laughs> unless, unless you're a lawbreaker. In which case, watch out. In
0: which case, you're probably wanted for murder. And now they know where you are. Um, exactly. All right, let's... let's, let's um, I want to tell one quick story from that wedding, which is... Uh, I'm not going to lie. 2009 was not a great year for me, personally. Um, and I got lit at that wedding. But I had it timed... Just right that when the reception ended, I would like be done for the night and like it would be over and whatever. And unfortunately, they had an after party. Yeah, <laughs> And I think basically I was weekend at Bernie's guy for the whole after party. In fact I know it. Um, I just know that I was kind of out of my feet and Trevor would be like, ooh, and I'd be like, oh, <laughs> And then' fall back asleep. <laughs> You being weekend at Bernie's at the after party, I just remember
1: walking into our room at the wedding and there was clothes everywhere. I didn't even know that you had that many clothes on because you just had like how many pieces is in a suit? Even if it's a three-piece suit, there's only like a handful of other
0: things. You could right. There's on a couple socks on. and like a couple shoes yeah. and a shirt. An undershirt. Yeah.
1: Um, you definitely had your underwear on.
0: Well, that's um, a staple for me in the 2000 aughts.
1: Well, thank goodness, because you are sleeping on top of the covers when I
0: walked in. Also a face, staple for me in the aughts. Face up. Uh,
1: so, double benefit. I've seen, your, I've seen your ass before. I didn't need to see that at that point in my life. That's um, fair. That's totally fair. Uh, but yeah, out cold.
0: Yeah. And then I woke up the next... Like, I literally woke up like... You know when you go to sleep and sometimes you kind of like rustle? None of that. Like, I didn't wake up till I woke up. Now... The one thing I, my favorite story Trevor tells about that wedding was there was a point when one of Elise's parents' friends walked up to him and was like, I love your friends, they're nuts. And Trevor's, <laughs> and Trevor's like, what do you mean? And he said, well, that guy's doing push-ups on the dance yeah. floor and drinking out of a straw. And that guy was yeah. me. That guy was me. So. Yeah,
1: I have pictures of you doing push-up dances uh, <laughs> or contests. I'm not sure if it was a dance or a contest, but you're definitely drinking while you're doing
0: it. Right, which is not easy to do, and so you know it's, it was a skill. It wasn't a great skill. It's a skill I've since abandoned. But
1: yeah, you're nine years younger. I was
0: nine time. years younger, thirty one.
1: Feet of strength.
0: A young thirty oh, year. Happy fortieth. Oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate By that. Way. I was not fishing, but thank you. Okay, so any other process related things before we get into maybe a disasterish story? I mean,
1: so yeah, so process. You write it down. Yep spend some time on it, and share it with another person Mm. to see if it makes sense. So I did that, I mean, obviously with my wife, with my brothers. um, So maybe not obvious, but you know. Um,
0: It is now. We know now.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Fans. I don't know why I said that indignantly. I don't
0: know either. They like you. They're they're, giving you a (laughs) chance.
1: I mean, I I have nothing against the people in Maputo and Turkey or wherever. Great reference. Great callback.
0: We love you guys over in Maputo.
1: Uh, at some point, we got to talk
0: about that. Um, we, Yeah. Yeah. Not today. <laughs> Different pod. Um, and, but yeah, I think you have to share
1: it with someone and just have them validate, right? Because particularly someone who either just kind of knows
0: your brother or doesn't know him at all. Mm. Because there's going to be half the room that doesn't know. You're right, and it's like learning
1: something about them Yeah. at that point. Good advice. And, it, and if it doesn't resonate with that person, is sort of like... It's probably All not right. going to work. Got yeah. got to do a little bit of a rewrite, yeah. I mean, listen, context matters, right? People are sitting in that room. They're, like, they're wanting to feel something. So even, like, a shit straight speech is going to hit them in some way, shape, or
0: form. That's fair. Um, a a terrible speech is going to hit them in a completely different direction, right? Yes. And
1: they'll remember it for the rest of their
0: own- life. <laughs> 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 sure will. Man, at the same wedding I went to in Colorado, the maid of honor gave the greatest tightrope without a net speech I've seen in my life. Just winged it? She was everywhere, dude. And every time you were like someone's going (laughs) to... It's like every time you thought the dad or the mom were going to have to go up and get her, she like amazingly saved it. But, like, it wasn't on purpose. It was, like, serendipity. It was unbelievable. I still, I mean, again, it was only three months ago, but, like, every time myself and Cindy, my girlfriend who I went with, talk about it, I end up crying with laughter because this, this lady was both horrendous and captivating simultaneously for 20 minutes. And she talked for 20 minutes. That was a problem, but...
1: <laughs> That's amazing. Have you ever been at a wedding uh, where you listen to the speech and it's like the brother or sister and you're like shit my family's not like that at
0: all yeah that's it's fair like i didn't know that that's what brothers and sisters did yeah i went to a wedding for a friend once where his brother was older probably like 10
1: years older i don't know roughly like significantly older uh, and they have this relationship where they cook together which is super cool right i mean yeah
0: depending on what you're interested i don't begrudge, in, it. I I don't begrudge it you know
1: yeah, I like eating. I thought it was an interesting story. Um, and it was just the sweetest story. And I'm like...
0: Why don't we do that?
1: <laughs> I was like sad.
0: <laughs> I will say this. Going to a wedding reception, a wedding in general, is a chance to either feel really good or really bad about you, your upbringing, your family, and your spouse's family.
1: Yeah. I would say, I would say that there is a third
0: emotion yeah, and there's probably nothing in between—really
1: good, really bad, or nothing.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Like I've been a
1: weddings
0: where I'm like, eh, "All right, right. <laughs> whatever." I mean, better than a stick in the eye, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. At least they had an open bar. You know, that's kind of my favorites. It's kind of like, honestly, for me, if you if you get me with an open bar and a really good um, pre you know, cocktail hour buffet—not a buffet, but like past hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, I don't care what you do. As long as you're, as long as you're not an idiot, and as long as you don't have a DJ who brings out like yeah. balloon animals, I don't need that. <laughs> I mean, I don't need uh, that. That's, that's maybe a, my, a, Trevor,
1: a maybe. at Trevor's wedding. You would have been into it.
0: I would have been into anything at Trevor's wedding. I was doing push-ups on the dance floor. So I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, they should have served less Red Bull at the bar.
0: <laughs> yeah, one of the things I've learned most in the last nine years is I just don't, don't I Bull. just don't eat Red Bull ever. Ever, ever. Yeah. Ever. yeah.
1: yeah. Unfortunately, uh, being friends with Trevor in the late 2000s. You drank
0: a lot of Red Bull. We all did. So,
1: so, so much.
0: Uh, yeah. And you wonder... Usually,
1: usually cut with vodka.
0: Yes. Not not a lot of Red Bulls by themselves, for sure. All right. So let's get into this. You, you mentioned to me over Instagram that you went to a wedding... Where the best man speech resulted in the bride and groom never talking to the best man again, and I know that you were not a bride, a groom, or a best man, so the details are fuzzy. But what do you remember from that? Because that sounds worth telling too.
1: Well, it's one of those things, and it sounds it, it sounds a little similar to the tightrope walking that you were talking, you're referencing earlier, right? Is that you kind of didn't see it coming? Mm. Like, it was a it was a speech that was sort of going nowhere and you could tell that this guy that they were friends but probably not like real real tight he probably just didn't have he didn't have a brother he didn't
0: have that person to choose um it's so like Paul Rod like, Paul Rodden and I love you man type situation Peter Clavin yeah
1: exactly
0: okay dropping okay.
1: uh, what is that slapping the bass slapping the
0: bass man yeah yeah uh,
1: in there somewhere. Um, and he just you could tell at some point where it was like what he should have said was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Bird what, what he did say was uh, just starting to grab it whatever story he could think of. Yes. Where like he just should have done like a nice 2 minute like
0: good luck great
1: great people good luck you know. We're pulling for you. Everything yeah, it takes a village. Whatever. All the best. Uh, and instead, he was sort of on stage and just trying to perform. And he said a bunch of stuff, and I, I can guess at what the what the content was, but I don't remember exactly. That just started getting into him before he met her. Oh and yeah. How they would party and do this out of the other thing. All of those. Like I shouldn't tell this story. Um, but he
0: told him. But he told it. And he left, like he was asked to leave the wedding uh, because the bride was literally in tears. Like, what are you doing? And then and maybe they've. Uh, Since made, rectified. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was, a, a, I, I'm no longer in the relationship that brought me to said festival.
0: Yes. Uh, you um, were plus one.
1: Yeah. There it is.
0: Uh, By the way, there's yeah. never a better place to be a plus one than a disaster type wedding where like you don't really feel that bad for anybody. Yeah. In the moment, at least.
1: Have you, you have you been a plus one at a wedding and you don't remember? Do you like have just like a faint memory that you were actually at someone else's wedding and you have no idea where their life is? Yes,
0: for sure. Like um, f- like you went with a friend from high school because they just needed a date or something like that. I mean, not that random, but I definitely have gone to weddings.
1: I mean, yeah. It's a, say it all judgmentally no 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 no. I, I think I am really pulling on a reference for my own personally
0: no no I was just gonna say I like it's always been related to the relationships that I was in but it was like people who were let's say college friends of like a girlfriend at the time but they didn't even hang out that much anymore because of geography yeah. so I barely knew them and I don't know if they even still keep up with like say the ex-girlfriend but I would yeah. Even if I was with the ex girlfriend still, I probably wouldn't know what they were up to. But now I definitely have no idea. I will yeah. say, flip side, I went to a wedding in which the bride became an actress on some show on Bravo or AMC.
1: Amazing!
0: And I'm like, oh my god, I went to that girl's wedding. Anyway, yeah.
1: well, the reason why I asked, well, I don't know if it's the reason yeah,
0: please, why I, I, I want to hear the story now, yeah. I, I just,
1: I just know. I mean, just based upon knowing you uh, and the what you did at Trevor's wedding is not the first time you've done that, right? So you're definitely in people's wedding albums uh, across the country and also ones that have been burned because they're divorced and whatever. Yeah, um,
0: and Which I is sad because some of my best work is gone now, you know?
1: <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, may, or it'll resurface someday in the weirdest way, like when you run for president.
0: Yeah, no. I've already ruled out any public office, oh, because of because of my twenties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shit. Luckily, well, we li- luckily we lived in went. an analog world. Um, but no, um, yeah. Somebody I definitely has one of those Polaroid click
1: through cameras, dude. Waiting
0: I still have one from Super Bowl thirty six that I have not developed on purpose. I- <laughs> so I'll tell you, I tried a couple of
1: years ago. I don't remember. It was probably five. Time is relative to me now. Yeah, uh, they. Uh, it won't... There's no pictures on anymore. Like, whatever the light... has gone? You can actually see... Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. That's good news. Anyway, That's good yeah. news. It ended up with Roscoe P. tackling me in my boxer shorts, of course, on Florence Street. So...
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: Doing jumping gotta, jacks, yeah. Gotta keep your pants on, bro. Go go, Patriots. First Super Bowl championship. You know, it was a big deal. It was a big deal at the time. Uh, but those were the days. So who, whose random wedding did you go to? Like, who did you do a favor for? That's a really interesting... So I... Uh, it
1: was like a friend like a summer friend mm, and yep. they, they were home for, from school. I think, uh, she went to Johns Hopkins at the time and she's just like, Hey, you want to come up for a wedding? I was like, yeah, cool. Um, and I like took the train up out of the city and, and met, and I, I, I had like fleeting memories of this arboretum, yeah. um, which it could have been anything to be honest. Um, Cause I definitely was pounding drinks. Um, cause that's what I did in my twenties. Uh,
0: it's also what you do as a plus one. Cause you're like, I don't know anybody. So screw it. Yeah,
1: I was like literally being introduced to everyone. Like all of the conversations were just sort of like, who are you?
0: <laughs> yeah. Why are you <laughs> <being> here?
1: here? <laughs> um, so yeah, like I'm sure I'm in pictures and all sorts of stuff. And like, I, I couldn't tell you where it was, who
0: the people were, any of that. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know. In in moments of reflection. And that's yeah. kind of one of those things where you, you want to say to the person who brought you or anybody else as a plus one, wouldn't you just been better off going solo and having fun with your friends? Yeah. I mean, they bringing sure. some guy or gal and being like, this is somebody we're not dating. Like that's a, that's well, a waste I- of time.
1: I mean that's also another podcast like unpacking decisions like that,
0: um, dude. We like, that's definitely think about that as like maybe one of your shticks when because you, you're going to come back on the show obviously now that we've broken the uh, we've broken through the seal here. So yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Just I mean it could either turn into like thoughtful discussions on uh, complicated questions or just rants. Like, Why would someone
0: do that? Exactly. Yeah. Uh,
1: Gavin and I are FaceTiming. He just took a note.
0: No, no, no! What happened was my com- my computer decided to. Just kidding. <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> Thoughtful discussion. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. No, you're going to come back. This was this has gone actually exceedingly well for our first ever dive into, like, the world of best man speeches, and also maid of honor speeches. Let me get your take on this. And you were not prepared for this, and I don't think we should get into it any more than tangentially. But do you think that? Would you agree with the hypothesis that more maid of honors than not seem to be so worried about what the best man's going to say, they don't just focus on what they should do themselves? <sighs> then vice versa. Then vice versa.
1: Oh, I mean, certainly, in comparatively speaking, sure. Okay. Um, I don't. prepared
0: for it but I, I I think it's there I just don't think it's as big of a deal um, yeah okay I think they're mostly worried
1: about not having to follow a jackass
0: right um, than anything else um, but you know for the most part people do fine um, I mean the,
1: I think the share of guys not nailing it to girls not nailing it is You know,
0: that's pretty, that's that's, that's probably pretty equal, right? I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, I've been to plenty of weddings where the the maid of honor just sort of rambles mm -hmm. um, and like talks about that time in second grade where they did God knows what.
0: Yeah. I I think that where I found the rule we talked about, about it not being about you. I find that I've personally witnessed more maid of honors veer into a story about them at an obscure time in the life of them and the bride yeah. Then vice versa. However, I don't see a lot of maids of honor say I shouldn't tell this story, but which is clearly a giant fault of best men. So I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to be misogynistic. I'm just trying to. I'm going to talk to some maid of honor alumni as well during That'll this, of course, yeah. equal opportunity, you know, lender. Uh, but but anyway, I just it's a thought that just popped into my head after the note that I took, of course. Um, nice. All right. Well. <laughs> well anyway man I, I, uh, I appreciate you being the first one to do this and uh, My any other any other thoughts for, for me as, as we talk about uh, best man speeches or do you think we've covered it
1: yeah don't fuck it up
0: that's fair that's fair and it's coming right no, from
1: the... no, no one will remember a, a lame speech everyone will remember a bad one
0: right so, uh, so rule number three err on the side of lameness yeah alright cool on. cool Parker Barnum thanks for coming on first time long time you'll be back and stick around for a minute We will catch up, everybody else. It's the Best Man Speech Podcast from the Filibuster Freestyle.